Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So we've been playing for you some of the clips of my five-day free workshop that I've been giving. And today's, I think, is our best. So I'm really excited for you to hear it. And by the way, if you ever have any questions or you want to just let me know what you were thinking or, or what really moved you from any of this, or if you're feeling stuck with any of it, you can always DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I'd be happy to, to hear what this is feeling like for you. And if it's feeling motivating, or if you have any questions, feel free to come on over there. Um, the other thing I want you to know is that today, the doors to my program made to do this are officially open. And if you have any questions about that program, you can definitely ask me that as well. If you want to check out information about that program, you can go to madetodothis.com. There's an awesome video there that actually shows clips from Made to Do This. You can get a really good sense. There's also like a bunch of reading material that helps you understand what Made to Do This is like. Uh, But Made to Do This is a 12-week program that walks you through A to Z, step-by-step, how you can make a living doing what you were put here to do. And unlike all these other online courses where you watch recorded videos, Made to Do This is not pre-recorded videos. It is actually me and you every week on Zoom. So it's interactive, it's live. Um, There's an opportunity for you to ask questions. We have dance parties once a month. We, in addition to our weekly calls, we have what I call a sacred sunrise where we do meditation and some breath work. It is both business information and personal transformation. This is the kind of program that when everybody else is gonna zig, we're going to zag. Like this program is no person left behind. So in addition to weekly coaching with me live on Zoom, you will also each be given your own mentor. And that person is going to be there so that you can ask direct questions and have even smaller breakout groups. But not only that, in addition to that that weekly call you're going to have with me in your mentor groups, you're going to do implementation work. You are going to take whatever the assignment is for the week and you are going to have time to actually get the work done and do co-working and have questions answered and really have someone there holding your hand. You know, it's one thing if you were to buy a cookbook or watch a cooking show, but it's another thing if the chef is like sitting next to you in the kitchen and making the loaf of bread with you like step by step. So What I love about Made to Do This is it really is me linking arms with you. And by the end of 12 weeks, you will see yourself in the way you always dreamed. You will start to manifest things and the synchronicity will be off the hook and you will start to step into true abundance. So if you have any questions at all, you can definitely DM me on Instagram. You can also reach out at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. But tonight we are doing a open cart bonus. So if you enroll in the next 24 hours, not only will you get a seat and made to do this because it will sell out. It will. It sold out last time. Not only will you get a seat and made to do this if you sign up in the next 24 hours, but you'll also get a few extra bonuses. One being my podcast course, which is a $1,500 value. You'll get that as well. You'll also get a ticket to my two-day live event, which is going to be incredible And it's also recorded so that you can watch it online. And you're also going to get a ticket to my five steps to 5K months. I'm going to be doing a workshop to teach you what are the five steps that you can start taking action on right away so you can start making at least $5,000 a month from this side hustle to turn it into a full-fledged thriving business. If you want to get in on all that, made to do this is $317 a month. You have a lifetime access. I would definitely seize the day. We've had thousands and thousands and thousands of people in this free workshop this week. We do not have room for everyone. We don't even have room for half or a quarter of, or even you know 20% of the people that are in this challenge. There's a limited amount of space. We would love to have you in there. You can go to madetodothis.com to sign up. And if you sign up in the next 24 hours, you get all those extra bonuses, which total thousands of extra dollars in value. Not to mention, you are going to have guest expert sessions with me during Made to Do This, including Gabby Bernstein and Ali Webb, among others. Go find out more about it. Go to madetodothis.com. If you have any questions, definitely reach out. I hope you guys enjoy the next piece of the workshop. And without further ado, let's get to it. Hi. So welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to day three. All right, we're going to dive in today. I am so excited. Today is we just continue to build on where we have come Monday, Tuesday. Now we're into Wednesday. So today we're going to talk about how do we really bring all of this to life? 
how to really bring all this life. So we're going to do what it is that I sort of specialize in, which is to do it both body and soul. Okay. So there's always going to be sort of the, the physical manifestations, the tactical things, the logistical sort of the things you have to do. And then there's also going to be the being state, the state of being, the energy work, all of that. And those two really need to come together, just like we all have within us sort of a masculine and a feminine energy. There's always a balance that has to take place here. And I think quite often we sort of forget, we sort of forget that our state of being and our alignment has so much to do with how we create in the world. So we are going to talk about both because they are both important. It's kind of like Think of a light bulb, right? So light, right? Light is now contained inside of this structure, which then allows it, right, to be cast. Think of an iron, right? So a, an iron takes electricity from that plug in the wall, and now you can harness that electricity, right? So we need both the structure, the body, the physical, as well as, of course, the the non-physical, the, the energy. We need that. We need both to be working together symbiotically. And so we're going to talk about how we do that. The first thing I want you to do, since we don't spend enough time sort of creating from our energy field, from really working in the 5D, is I want you to go with me on a little journey. I'm talking like one or two minutes here. We are going to, we're going to just take a second to see if we can sort of find our center. Okay, so close your eyes for a second. Just go with me, just go with me on this, right? Close your eyes, okay? I can tell you that every successful person I know from Jerry Seinfeld to um, Michael Jordan, they have a morning practice. There is some meditation going on in their life and there is a rhyme and reason. And we're just gonna play with this for a second. So you're gonna close your eyes. All right, eyes closed. My eyes are closed as well. I want you to just do something radical for me. I want you to see if you can picture yourself sitting on a park bench, talking to a friend, and you are in a moment in your life somewhere in the future, it could be a week from now, it could be a year from now, it could be six weeks from now, but you are somewhere there. There you are, your future self, your higher self connected fully with your future self. And I want you to see yourself sitting on a park bench. It's like a perfect day and you're talking to a friend and you are so happy, genuinely happy. And just the way you, you look, your posture and, and the, the enthusiasm that's coming off of your face and, and there's like this soft, glow that just sort of it's just exuding from every aspect of you and you're talking to your friend and you're telling your friend what life is like in this moment and you're telling her what you're doing with your days and how your days are you showing up and, and working getting paid to do work that doesn't feel like work you are using all of your greatest talents, the greatest gifts that God gave you, you're using them every day and you can't believe how easy it is because you're using the very gifts that you have at your core and you're talking to your friend and you are just so happy and you, you look like the version of you that is the most relaxed. You look as though you just came off of a week-long vacation and your your cheeks are sun-kissed and there's a softness and there's a receptivity about you i want you to just picture this and i want you to feel what it feels like what would it feel like to live that feeling to live that moment and i don't want you to get hooked and caught in the analytical brain the analytical brain has a place and it doesn't serve us when we're wanting to create from the fifth dimension, from something that is truly inspired. We wanna be free of that analytical thought. So I don't want you to get hooked into, well, how will this happen? Or, or based upon everything that I've lived up until now, I can't see this and that, and now I'm stuck again because it's not realistic and it's not practical. I want you to allow your body to respond to a new mind, a mind that is fully enjoying firing the synapses and wiring now the emotional response to those thoughts that allow you to fully drop in to the happiest version, the most effortless version of you being you. What does that feel like? Feel it. 
fully feel it. Now see if you can turn that up 10%. How about 25% more? What would that feel like? Okay. Now open your eyes. So our life, okay, our life is created through energy. We are energy. If you look at DNA, what is DNA? It's, it's actually like a code, right? It's like a program. And this code goes into a being and creates this person. And then a certain eye color manifests and a certain height manifests and a certain gene expression manifests and a certain talent pool and all of that, right? So DNA is really a code and that code is information and that information comes from energy. So we are constantly casting information into the field around us through our energy. And our energy is based upon our mood. So if you walk downstairs to say good morning to your family and you're in a funk, you are casting out a certain mood, which now puts a certain information, a certain code out there into the world. And it's sort of like in those spy movies where you see the camera go, it kind of creates a way in which now you're seeing through certain lenses, the world sees you through certain lenses, and you will only be a receptor to certain things. Think of a radio. If you right now, and this is not woo-woo, if you took a radio and I had it sitting right here and I turned the dial, I could turn the dial to pick up a frequency of Latin music. I could turn the dial to pick up an AM radio, like a Ira Glass NPR. I could turn the dial to pick up a hip hop station. So depending on where my radio is set to be a receptor for, I will pull down a different frequency. And that's literally the way a radio works. So in the same exact space right now, I could tune into an AM radio station, a football game, if it was being telebroadcast, I could tune into pop radio, I can tune into oldies based upon where I set my receptor. And, and I put a certain kind of energy out. So what I want you to know is, and I've just had this experience over and over again, over and over again in my life, is that we can create from the 3D, which takes longer because we are moving through time and space, or we can work within the 3D, but also create from a fifth dimensional reality based upon the certain kind of mood, the certain kind of frequency, the certain kind of information we put out into the field, we will therefore bump up against different things. We will catch different things. Things that are out in the field will sort of respond to us differently because of what we put out in the world. It's pretty fascinating. And so what's, what's hard for us to get is that things can actually be so much easier than we make them. I wanna give you an example. So years ago, when I first started the podcast, I was asked to speak at a event called Podcast Movement. And this is where once a year, a lot of podcasters get together. And I had only been doing my show for six or seven months. And I was nervous, the fact that they asked me to speak on this stage. And I thought, well, I'm gonna say yes. And so I say yes. And I go, and when I get there, the lobby is filled with all of these people trying so hard to get from where they are to where they wanna be. They want so much to network. They want so much to meet the right people. And everyone who was there wanted to meet one person in particular who was the head of podcasting at Apple. And the reason everybody was talking about Apple and the people who were at the conference from Apple is because 75% of all podcast listeners come through Apple and everybody wants to get in Apple's good graces and everybody, it's sort of like songwriters who want to get their song on the billboard chart. Every podcaster wants to be recognized by Apple. And I could feel this uncomfortable feeling where everyone was trying to schmooze and network in order to meet the right person to hopefully meet this person who worked at Apple. And I didn't really enjoy that. I don't really like, as much as I am, I am an extrovert, I don't love those situations because I really like to be genuine. And so I don't love 
those kinds of environments. I love to go to like a friend's house for a dinner party. I like to meet a stranger sitting in an Uber. I don't love to be in an environment where everybody is there to network because I feel like people become some version of themselves where they're trying so hard and whatever it is, it just doesn't feel great. So I knew my friends were saying, oh my God, you're here. As long as you're here, you know, Gretchen Rubin is here. She's a podcaster. You should meet her. This is before I had had her on the podcast. You know, Dr. Phil is here. He has a podcast. This is before I had him on the podcast. You know, the people from all these different networks are here. You should meet the guys at Wondery. You should meet these people. You, you got to meet the Apple people. You got to find a way. And I'm walking through the lobby and I'm, I find it exhausting, just like draining. So I made a decision to leave. Now this conference was at a hotel as most conferences are and across from that hotel was another hotel and I decided you know what I'm going to leave and yes this might be the only time I can network and I'm gonna let go of that I'm gonna go to the other hotel because I want to get away from this because it's uncomfortable and I didn't care like I wasn't there even now like doing this challenge like I'm never doing this in order for this to be something else I'm doing this because this feels good and this in of itself is fun. So I went to the conference because I thought it was a good, it was a good thing for me to do. It would expand my ability to get up in front of a crowd. Maybe I would touch a, a few lives. I didn't need to be there in order so that that led to this to live. Like that's an exhausting way. When you live that way, your future is always ahead of you and you never really enjoy your life and you're constantly hanging on and attached to an outcome. I find that really not the best, most effective way to manifest the most incredible life. So I left and I walked to the other hotel. There was nobody in there and it was so nice. It was quiet. And I sat down and just like I am drinking right now, I got an iced tea and I was in this beautiful lobby with this beautiful atrium and I was calm and I was enjoying this downtime. And this man walks up and he sits on the couch in front of me and it's just the two of us and he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt and he's reading the newspaper and i'm just sitting there drinking my tea and just feeling how lovely it was to just be sitting there i was just having a really lovely moment drinking my iced tea and he asked me you know like oh like are you staying at the hotel and i said no you know i'm here for some, a conference and he's like oh me too and i ask him where he's from and he tells me originally from chicago and i tell him oh my god i love people from the midwest my husband's family is from chicago and they're such like just like good people in the midwest we have this awesome conversation and we're just talking about life and we're talking about just, I don't know, we just like really cool conversation. He, he had this just like very creative mind and, um, and, and he says, uh, oh, you know what? I got to go. But he's like, it was really lovely to connect with you. He's like, I'm going to give you my card. And I said, great, sure. And he hands me his business card and he was the head of podcast at Apple. And he wound up reaching out to me after the conference and he said, that was the best conversation I had through the whole conference. Um, I want to know more about your show. I want to know more about what you're doing. And I want to invite you to come to New York to the podcast Upfronts. I want you to speak at the Upfronts. I want to take you to dinner. I want to hang out. I want to tell you what we're doing. And then I want to invite you back to Apple um, in, in California. I'd love you to come to the offices and check things out. So so that was that and so it was and i'm curious in your life if you've ever had moments of synchronicity where you literally let go of trying and you trust in something and you put out there this mood of magic exists the clues are everywhere i'm being led constantly to where i can ultimately serve the most and you then see that things happen in your life like that, like quick and fast. And so those tiny little decisions that come from a place of alignment, that's the sweet spot. And so in my program, Made to Do This, and in these five-day challenges and in the podcast, I'm constantly trying to help you tune back into really being in that state of wholeness. I think the reason why so many of those people walk that lobby and they walk that lobby and things just don't happen is because they're really coming from a place of scarcity. When you are attached to an outcome, when you are holding on like life, when you are worried so much about how this is gonna go, you feel as though 
you're needing this thing because you are coming from a place that isn't whole, that needs this other thing and is dependent on this other thing. And there's a feeling of pressure and scarcity. When you let go, now you are in a state of abundance. And so abundance just flows right to you. And so it's easy to get pulled out of that because we're constantly surrounded by and we were raised by people who typically are in their lower vibration, fear, shame, gout, fear, shame, and doubt, and guilt, and all that. And that creates trying to control all the time, trying to control all the time, and then making up all of these hardwired narratives where like, this is what happened yesterday, and this is where I come from, so that's clearly what's gonna happen tomorrow. And then we like give up on letting go of control and tapping into feeling something that's a higher feeling vibration, because why on earth would we? Because we're so convinced that it is what it is and therefore our only hope is just to protect ourselves and control as much as we can and that really keeps us from magic who's getting this who's with me so that little experience with apple almost happens to me on a daily basis it's almost every day that that happens in my life that one tiny little thing next thing i know there's this thing that just it just happens all the time like i'll be thinking about gabby bernstein and i'm like oh maybe i should ask her about this then she dms me and says hey i want to ask you can we collaborate on something i'm like boom like it's 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 just amazing and and there's so many times where i'm doing this thing just because i it's like a simple thing that i think to maybe help a friend to connect with someone else and next thing i know that leads me to this incredible meaningful opportunity it's just uncanny I want you to remember what Rumi said, what you seek is seeking you. And so there is magic everywhere. And I want you to say that to yourself, type it in the chat. There is magic everywhere. There is magic everywhere. There are clues everywhere. Your job is to get connected into that 5D, right? Get pulled out of the body, out of the program, out of the thinking analytical mind into that sort of higher dimension where you find your center, where you find your higher self and your soul is like just right on it, right on it. Now, when you combine that with some pretty awesome moves strategically in the physical world, you're really cooking with Crisco, as they say. I love it. There's magic everywhere. Um, I'm going to give you two more examples like this, and then we're going to start to break down some of the tactical 3D stuff. Who's enjoying this? Who's liking it? Great. So so here we go. So my friend Sherry Salata, she is um, an amazing person, very good friend of mine. She was president of Harpo. Uh, she was executive producer of The Oprah Winfrey Show, and she was also president of OWN. Let me just tell you a little bit about her 5D creation. So oftentimes, and I want you to get this because I've seen a lot of you in the comments over the last couple of days saying, I don't know what my thing is. I don't know what my thing is. I don't know is a limiting belief. I don't know is just gonna keep you stuck. If you change I don't know to, I'm curious. I know it's here. There are clues everywhere. There's magic everywhere, let's go. And then you start to take that step into the unknown. You just start to take inspired action. You start getting led to things that you wouldn't have even known to think that might be your thing. I never would have thought that I would have been a podcaster because podcasting didn't even exist. I came out to LA with one inspired thought. I wanna get a record deal. That was all that I knew existed. I went toward that. That led me to something else, which led me to something else, which led me to something else. You will be led, like the game of hotter, colder, you will constantly be led and guided. As long as you're staying open and in that more 5D, like I know it's here, let's go, I'm I'm getting closer, and you're constantly working from inspiration, clearing your mind so that instead of living in a predictable constant, you're in something that's more unknown, you're in something that's bringing in more of that creative. Our creativity is truly the most 
unlimited thing that we have. It is a superpower and we need to open up to it so that we go from, as Gay Hendricks says, from our zone of confidence to a zone of genius. You uncover your zone of genius because you try more things and you only try more things because you're even given the thought of what to try because you're open, you're open. So Sherry was working in advertising. She was working in advertising and she got laid off. And she got laid off, so she had to take a job. And so she took a job at 7-Eleven. And she was a manager at 7-Eleven. And while she was at 7-Eleven, she kept trying to get advertising jobs and she kept getting rejected. So here she was spending a lot longer working at 7-Eleven than she wanted to, but she needed to pay her bills. So she was a manager at 7-Eleven. Finally, she gets this interview of a lifetime at an ad agency she really wanted to work for in Chicago. And she goes in, she gets the second interview, she gets to the third interview, she thinks, that's it, I'm gonna get the offer, this is what I've been waiting for, please God, let me get back into the advertising world. And they don't hire her. And she was devastated. She said it was like the first time she like really, really hit bottom. She's like, I didn't work this hard and go to college so that I would wind up working at 7-Eleven and I know I can do better than this and I'm not happy and I'm, I can't believe that I got that close and then they went with somebody else. So she goes to work, she goes to work, days go by and finally she decides, you know what? Maybe that was a blessing. Maybe there's something I don't see that's going to be greater. And she starts to tune in to maybe something more magical and she says, so while I'm here, I'm just gonna enjoy this day. And she goes to work and she's selling cups of coffee at 7-Eleven and working with her employees. And she gets a phone call. And this woman calls and she says, is this Sherry Salata? She says, yeah. She says, hi. She says, I work for the Oprah Winfrey show and I was cleaning out a closet. I want you to hear this. I was cleaning out a closet and I saw your resume. Did you apply two years ago to work um, as a seasonal temporary sort of assistant here? And Sherry says, yes. And she says, great, well, we'd love you to come in for an interview to be a production assistant just for the summer. And Sherry says, okay. And she thinks, well, I don't know what this is gonna be, but I'll go to the interview. And she goes to the interview and she is sitting with this woman and this woman says, you know, we realize that we wanna have people on staff who don't come from a TV background, but come from an ads background because we realize that the creative, the creative mind that works in ads really would be helpful for helping us really get the show to be amplified. And so we, I saw your resume and I just thought, what the heck? So she said, sure, I'll take the job. Well, that job led her to the next promotion and the next promotion until she literally became executive producer of the Oprah Winfrey show. And not just like, oh, she executive produced it for like a season in the early 80s. No, like in its heyday, she was there for 15 years quarterbacking the biggest television talk show ever in history. She then went on to be president of Harpo and she then went on to be president of OWN from working in 7-Eleven. Had she gotten that job at that ad agency, she never would have been working at Oprah. And had she not opened her eyes to let's let this be easy, let's see what happens. And when I asked her, how is it do you think that you got promoted over and over and over again? She said, when Oprah called me in to offer me the job as executive producer, I said, are you sure there are so many talented people here? And Oprah said, it's your energy. And I can tell that you see me. And that's all that matters. And Sherry says, so let's go then. So let's freaking go. So energy is everything. It's everything. I want you to take a second and I want you to ask yourself, how often are you really playing in the present? in the present moment, fully awake to all of your creativity and how often are you locked in to this is my story, this is what's gonna happen and therefore I'm not even going to wake up to possibility. Take a second and write down 
what people, what businesses inspire you? And if you think of a couple businesses that inspire you, whether it's a brand or a store like Anthropology or a person you know who teaches Pilates or just something for some reason, there's a person or a business or a brand that inspires you, I want you to write it down and then I want you to ask yourself, even if it is like the Oprah Winfrey show, I want you to ask yourself, what would you do differently with it if it was you? If you had your own coffee shop, what would be different about it? Would every coffee that sold come with a tarot card? Would in the back of the coffee shop, would there be spiritual classes going on? If you had a brand, would there be poetry just on the inside of the back of the tank top so that when the woman puts on this tank top, she gets a gift for herself to pledge like a mantra to herself for the day? Is there one thing that you would change, one little element that you, you personally would do to add, to change, to make it different. That's a start. That's a start. But we have to start brain dumping and ideating because in order for you to get the inspiration for that thing called an iPod that Steve Jobs built because his daughter said, I can't fit all my music in my Walkman. And he wanted to get back in her good graces. And he took a walk and said, what if I can make her a thing that fit all her music in one little thing? That was the inspiration for the iPod, which led to the iPad, which led to all of the things and the iPhone, of course. So what is needed is some space, some creative space. And the creative space comes from these thoughts, these, the, the, the state, the energy state has to come up. When you are loaded down by fear and sadness and doubt, you can't get into that magnet. You cannot pull down those creative thoughts. So we need to raise the vibration. And that is why you will see coaches like <clears throat> Bill Jackson, you will see those people having their players meditate because that vibration has to move up in order for us to pull down our genius zone. So take a second, jot a couple things down. What inspires you and what might you add? What might you change? <clears throat> the other thing I want you to get is that you're an original, total original. So your uniqueness, that is truly your superpower in the sense of like, I always wondered for fingerprints, like there is in science this idea that through evolution, we have lost things that we no longer need. We no longer have webbing between our fingers. We no longer have a tail, just a tailbone. But why a fingerprint? Like what's the evolutionary need for that? Cats and dogs, you know, don't have different fingerprints, but we do. And I think it's a wink from the universe, from the creator of the universe, that every person leaves a different fingerprint because every person truly does. Isn't it amazing how you could follow thousands of women on social media and they're all somewhat similar and yet there is just some way, it's like a light bright board where the way they plug into that one little point of light on the spectrum is just different. And so that difference is everything because that difference is the thing for the people who are waiting for you to show up and do your thing in the world, they can only hear your vibration. Just like a dog can hear a different sound than I can hear, the people who are your best friends, they chose you as your best friend because there's something about you and your, the way your vibration is that is exactly, perfectly the right, the right fit. And so you listen to certain people and you're like, whatever. And then other people you listen to, they say the same thing, but for some reason you just hear it. There's a language that just sort of meets you right where you need to be. And so when you have a different take on a blog, on fashion, on a restaurant, on whatever it is, it doesn't matter if there's already thousands of those things. It matters that you do it because the way you do it is completely standing on its own. And the truth is, if you don't offer that vibration to the world, nobody ever will, and it will get lost. So then you come in the world and you don't get to show up. And the greatest regret of the dying, I'm sure you guys know all of these studies that have been done they've interviewed all of these people in hospice. The number one regret of the dying is I didn't live life on my terms. I didn't show up for my life. I didn't get to actualize my life. And so 
it is uncomfortable to iterate and to try and to test and to put yourself out there, but nothing is as, as painful as regret. Nothing. Nothing. And so while we're here, we want to sort of start to turn the lights on. And I'm trying to help you access the true greatness of who you are, where your real mastery lies. And that's, that's really what I'm here to do. That's really what my work is. It's the kind of combination of both the tactical as well as the spiritual. Okay, so what are the ways in which you can try to begin to start something? Well, you're going to, there's a few, there's a few pieces here. So I'm going to break them down for you. Okay, so we're going to talk about four steps, four steps to taking a thing and turning it into a thriving, abundant business. Are you guys ready? Okay, so we're going to go through these four steps. Okay, so first, you're going to go into what's called beta. So the first step is beta testing. I'm going to go through these in details. You beta test, okay? The second step is feedback, okay? The third step is offer. You're going to make the offer. And the fourth step is to scale it, okay? So we're going to start with beta testing. We're going to go into feedback. We're going to go into the offer. And then we're going to scale this thing. Most people build businesses backwards. They think that their their job is to come up with some amazing app or a line of t-shirts or this incredible brick and mortar. And then they go and do this thing and nobody shows up and they go, oh darn it, I lost all this money. No, because that's not how any business that's successful was ever built. Anything that ever becomes what it actually is when it's thriving, it needs to be validated. There needs to be testing. There needs to be proof of concept. And then once we have tested something and we throw it out there and somebody bites, and then we are able to really hear and understand what they need and we fix it. Now we have the next version. We go from something in beta to the next iteration. Now we offer that. Now, once somebody buys that thing, now we can scale that because we have now a valid proof of concept. We have a thing that we threw out there and we beta tested and we offered it and we got feedback and we fixed it. And now that we have something that somebody's willing to buy, we can find for every person who said yes to buying it, there's thousands more people like that person. And that's when we scale. So we're gonna go into this in detail. Are you guys ready? Are you excited? Okay, so let's begin. So what does it mean to test things? So the beta test process is the part where actually most people give up right there. Like most people give up so soon, you know the story, three feet from gold. Like people just give up right before, like it's right before they're gonna like find this thing. So first we have to try things. You know, sometimes people say, I don't know what it is that I wanna do with my life. Well, that would be like my kid, if my kid is nine years old and I say, what's your favorite food? And let's say all that they've eaten is pasta, they're gonna be like, I don't know. Well, if I sit down and gave them a smorgasbord of sushi, Indian curry, Mediterranean grape leaves, you know, all these different things, by the time that they've tasted a bunch of things, now they could say, oh, my favorite thing was actually this. Without testing, without data, we don't really know the answer. But unfortunately, people just get stuck in that place. Like, I don't know, I don't know. I had this woman on my podcast, Emily Espahani-Smith, and she has studied this. And she said, she went to Harvard and she studied this exact this exact issue. She said, it's actually true that only a third of the world knows what they wanna do from the time they're like six years old. Like, I wanna be a dancer, I wanna play basketball, I wanna be an artist, I wanna be a veterinarian. Like, that's only a third of the world. So what about the other two thirds? The other two thirds of the world are people who try things. And through the course of trying things, they discover, they develop what it is that's actually their calling. And that's the process that is worth everything. And the fact that we will not even sign up to do it is really a waste, right? And so it's kind of like when you take a negative and it, you know, you're developing film and you put it in the, 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 the dark room and you start to see it slowly develop into what it is. So what might you try? And so I often say to people, 
what even for whatever reason feels curious like is there somebody you know who is an equestrian photographer and you love horses and photography can you shadow that person for a day is there somebody you know who's a travel writer could you maybe like go on a weekend trip with them and write your own little blog on what happened have you always had this feeling of hmm you know i wish that there was a group of people just like me who got together and read certain kinds of books and we could discuss them and i wish i could create some kind of a membership like that maybe you could try doing it. So it starts with, you can try giving away something for free. So you test, you beta test it. You could say, you know what? Well, I've always been curious about what it would be like to be a professional organizer. Fine, can you think of three people who you could offer one hour of your time to and organize their bathroom, their closet, and see how it feels, see if you like it, and see how they feel, and get feedback from them. That's in the second part. The second part after beta test, maybe you do organize someone's closet. Maybe you do make a cake, a vegan cake for a couple of friends. The second part after you beta test is to get feedback. You wanna collect their feedback and say, what did you like about this? What did you not like about it? What would you change about this? And the fourth thing it's really important is, have you ever tried anything like this before? Because if the person who's giving you feedback has never even had an organizer come over or never even tried a vegan anything, then their feedback might not be the perfect feedback because they might not be your ideal customer anyway. You wanna get feedback from someone who typically does get their highlights done and then has you do it and gives you some feedback about what they like, what they didn't. That's a person who's already in the market for that. A person who's already vegan and is open to trying vegan snacks and you make vegan cake pops, that's a good person to test and give them your vegan flan that you make and then see, you know, what did you think? What did you, what did you not like? What would you change about it? And then what we do is we get this answer key and a lot of people give up right there. They say, oh my God, it's a failure. Oh my God, they didn't like it. No, 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 no. Where would we be if every time somebody who's trying to cure cancer went in the lab and said, oh, I didn't find it today? No. It's an answer key, it's actually exciting. You get to find out, okay, so this didn't work, great, this didn't work, now I know I'm gonna try this next thing, right? And so we get that feedback and now we can make the next iteration. You know, maybe you found out that you made these three kinds of donuts and their favorite donuts were just the glazed ones. And so you decide, you know what, forget with like the, the cookie crumbles on top and the bacon maple, I'm just gonna go all in on these fresh, fresh batch vegan glazed donuts. And now you go back. And now this person's like, these are really good. And you say, what would you pay for these? And they say, this much money. And you look at the market, what is the market for it? And you get a customer. Next thing you know, that customer talks to four other people. You got four more customers. And then you begin to make these offers. And now you start getting more momentum. Now, what typically happens is you're gonna start getting 15 other ideas. It will go from glazed donuts to a donut food truck, to next thing you know, you're catering weddings, to next thing you know. And then the next part, the fourth one, is when we scale this. We start to scale this, and now this isn't just a side hustle, this really becomes a full-fledged business. And it is so fun, and it is so exciting. So I wanna tell you another story. How many of you know Jimmy Choo? Jimmy Choo, the, the shoes. I know that you don't know him personally, probably. Um, so Tamara Mellon started Jimmy Choo. That's right. There's a woman behind this company, if you didn't know that. And her story is fascinating. She was on the podcast. I love this story because it combines both of those pieces of what I was just talking about, both the magical 5D as well as the, the iterating. So she was, um, she was an editor for accessories. She was an accessories editor at British Vogue. And she wound up uh, getting fired because she had a drug addiction. So she got fired from her job and she wound up in rehab and she was basically rock bottom. And while she was at rehab, she said, you know, every time I had been at that magazine, I wished that there were different kinds of shoes. I had my own ideas for shoes. Instead of taking the same photos of the same 14 brands, she had her own ideas and she thought, gosh, I wish I could get out of here and get fully sober and make my own shoes. And she started dreaming about this. And this possibility is what got her out of there. It got her so excited. And when she got out of rehab, she met this cobbler in East London named Jimmy Choo. 
she went to him he was like behind like some like you know barbed wire fences in this like bad part of town and she's like can you make the shoes that I have in my mind? They'd be this kind of leather, they'd be this kind of style. And so he made the shoes and she thought, it's such a cool name, Jimmy Choo, let's call them Jimmy Choo. So she worked with him for months and she made one version of shoes and the next version of shoes and they would keep coming back from the, you know, from being created and she would say, oh, it's not quite right. Finally, she liked them enough. She opened up a 300 square foot little shop in this very she says herself it was like the worst part of london it was all she could afford and she would sweep the floors and she would do the register and it really was like she knew that these shoes were really special but at that time it was just sort of like this little shop one day a woman walks into the shop she was on her way to a meeting she had forgotten in her luggage either she had lost her luggage or she'd forgotten a pair of shoes she's like hi I'm going to a meeting. Uh, do you have heels? I need a pair of heels for a meeting, blah, blah, blah. She said, yeah. She sold her a pair. The woman said, I love these. Can I get a second pair? She bought two pairs. The woman who bought those shoes, her name is Candace Bushnell. Candace Bushnell created a little show called Sex in the City. Candace went back to New York, gave the second pair of shoes to Sarah Jessica Parker, and Sarah Jessica Parker's like, oh my God, Jimmy Choo, what is this? Some like cool new fad in London? Like these are the most amazing shoes I've ever seen. And Jimmy Choo went from this tiny little shop to basically becoming a prime character. Jimmy Choo became such a central character on Sex and the City that the shoes blew up and they wound up being sold everywhere. Bloomingdale's, Bergdorf, everywhere you can find shoes. And they started selling for $1,200 a pair and the rest is history. So that's what happens when we are willing to iterate and we also allow for our vibration, the possibility that we hold to bring in the most incredible 5D creations. That is the magic that happens. And we have to be willing to step in, which means you take action and you also hold a certain vibration you will be led to things over and over and over again. So that's one example. Another example is my friend, Allie Webb. How many of you type a one in the story if you've ever been to the dry bar? So Allie Webb uh, actually grew up where I grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. She moved out to Los Angeles. Um, she actually was, had she had her, like she'd been in like the fashion PR world and then she became a mom and she stopped working and she was with her kids and she was at Mommy and Me and she's with her kids and she's hearing all these moms say how they have no time for themselves and they're just feeling like, like, ugh, like they don't take care of themselves. And she's like, you know, I'm pretty good at doing hair. You know, I'll come to your house and blow your hair out. And it started beta, it started for generous reasons like this would just be fun this would just be fun and she starts going to people's homes and like literally like bringing her baby and then it was like not working with the baby so she would make just enough money to charge the friends so that she could have a babysitter and she would do like two to three blowouts a day and she's talking to her brother and she says you know what I wonder if women would pay just for the blowout. Like instead of these VIP salons where you can do cut color and everything else, I wonder how it would do if it was just a blow dry bar where the whole point of it was you're worth enough to just go get your hair blown out. It doesn't have to be for practical reasons because your roots are whatever or because you need a haircut. You're worth it like once a week to sit down and she's like, we'll call it dry bar. And it's like, Every single, you know, every single style is a different, it's a Mai Tai, it's a Cosmo, and it makes it that these women feel that they can pamper themselves, and it blew up. She started one shop, and she quickly grew to 100, and then she grew to other countries, and just unbelievable what happened, beta test, beta test, beta test, beta test. I am going to be unrelenting with you guys, okay? The reason I do these five-day challenges and the reason I do this podcast is because I will throw so much evidence at you that you can unbelievably unleash your most creative genius zone and make abundance and do it and be a nice person and still have a family. And I'm going to show you an abundance of this evidence so that you start to wire 
wire yourself into your actual supernatural real soul like centered place so that you can finally just come here to the world and do what you were here to do who's with me let's do this thing let's do this thing called being you in the world okay all right so when we believe in magic we will be led to synchronicity write that down when you believe in magic do you believe in magic and i hope you do so that is the truth when you believe in magic you will be led to synchronicity and my friends i could literally sit here until i don't know the days the end of end of time and i could tell you one story after another after another after another another like that is the world that I now live in, right? And it's everywhere. And it's here for you. It's just like you got to reach your arm out. So why don't we reach our arm out? What the heck? We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to hurt. And I said to you the other day that Brene Brown's research, she has come to find out that joy is the scariest emotion. And we talked about it for a second, but I want to go deeper with that. Why is that? She tells the story that she's coming home from a date. Her and her husband had this really nice evening. The kids were home and she's really enjoying her life. And you know, life is not always like that. You're not always getting along with your husband. You're not always feeling in, in the vibes. They're coming home from this awesome night. They're walking up to their beautiful home. They're holding hands and she feels so happy. And they're about to go relieve the babysitter and tuck their kids in. And just before she opens the door, she had this feeling like, oh my God, what if I walk in and there was a fire? Or, oh my God, what if the babysitter did something bad? Or, oh my God, what if my husband's actually cheating on me and I don't know it? And she said, I thought to myself, what the hell is that? And she decided to do research on that. And she found out that nine times out of 10, when people surrender to joy and they actually let go and feel it fully, Within about four to six seconds, the fear comes in. What if something happened? Da -da 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 -da. There's all this like foreboding and it takes them out of their joy. What's that about? It's there to protect you. Your brain is wired to protect you. So it's like, oh my God, don't be too happy. You might lose sight and then somebody might steal your purse. Don't be too happy. You might just let go. And then this husband of yours will just actually finally walk out on you. Like it's all this weird stuff so here we are waking up every day we're you know highlighting our hair we're hanging out with our kids we go to the park why because we want to be happy we want to be the best version of ourselves because we want to ultimately live a happy life and get the mortgage so we can live a happy life and then turns out we actually don't want to be happy because if we're really happy then we get scared so we push it away what the hell is going on with that so what she found out is that if you get scared in those moments and you want to be able to drop back into to joy, the way to do it is through gratitude. Boom. If you want to feel joy and sustain it and you start to get scared, if you go to gratitude, you can hold that joy because you make it that your joy is an offering of thanks to the creator of the universe, to the whatever you want to call it, the source of all. And you somehow, this is what we find in the research, is that our bodies and souls and minds, that sustains us. So gratitude, gratitude. I love this movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And when I was a kid, the reason I love this movie so much is because there's one scene in that movie where he has so much courage. And what I mean is, we know that in this movie, this character, he, they're very, they're, you know, they're very humble means. They don't have a lot at all. He wants this golden ticket so bad. His grandfather gets him this chocolate bar. I always wondered, like, how does he get it to him? He, like, stays in bed and somehow he's able to... Maybe he had a Postmates deliver it. I don't know. But he gives him the chocolate bar. There's no golden ticket. And Charlie says, you know, Grandpa, I bet the golden ticket makes the chocolate taste terrible. But he's really heartbroken. And he goes to sleep crying. And he says to his mom, forget it. It doesn't happen for people like me. Just forget it. Just forget it. 
And he's so sad because the world seems so far away. And then he's walking home and he hears this news from the guy at the newsstand that there's actually one golden ticket left. And he's walking home and he's like, huh, wait a minute. And for a second, the hope comes up again. You guys, hope takes so much courage. It's so much easier to go, no, forget hope. I'm just going to protect myself. I'll never have to get up to bat again. I'll never risk losing again. I'll just stay sad. I'll just stay in this narrative. He says, wait a minute. Maybe there is another ticket. And part of you is thinking, no, Charlie, don't fall for it. We don't want you to get hurt. You know, it's like your your parents say, don't, don't try out for the baseball team a second time because you already got rejected. They don't want you to get rejected again. They say, don't even do that. Do something else. It's like, no, let the kid audition again, right? So he is walking home. He sees, a, he sees this silver coin in the street and he picks it up and he looks at the candy store and he holds on to it for a second because he thinks, wait, my family needs this money. This silver coin could feed us for like a week. And he looks back at that candy store and he says, and he walks into the candy store and he says, I'd like to buy a, a Wonka bar. And you see his face. And to me, that's the whole movie. And he hands him the Wonka bar and there's a golden ticket and he runs and the news guy says to him run straight home don't stop till you get there and he's like i'm going i'm going right and it makes me cry because it takes so much courage to reach your arms out and so when i look at people who are successful i don't see luck i don't see i see courage i see the willingness to be uncomfortable i see the willing to beta test i see the willingness to fail and to iterate and i say bravo bravo like what would happen if we gave ourselves this this permission slip and said you know what you can be uncomfortable and survive you have so much in you and yeah, maybe you will beta test and start a greeting card company and then you'll actually change gears and you'll do a creative writing class. And next thing you know, you'll just be leading women's retreats into Sedona. So what if it takes? Time's gonna pass God willing anyway. Have the courage, buy the next Wonka bar, see what happens, right? All right, so speaking of courage, I wanna give away the um, winners. I want to give away the prizes for the winners who did their homework. How are you guys feeling? We have so much more to cover. We have two full days coming up, Thursday and Friday. I hope that you guys are excited. Um, we have so much to do. We're going to talk more tomorrow about marketing. We're going to talk more about social media. We're going to talk about creating content that really goes viral. Who's excited about this? All right. So this time I actually took a better screenshot so I can... Um, talk about the names of the winners. Yeah, I have them right here. So as I said yesterday, the winners from yesterday are going to receive this Morgan Harper Nichols bundle, as well as, as I read through the names, the first name gets a full scholarship to Made to Do This, which is my 12-week immersive interactive coaching transformation program. And then the second two names also get a, um, a partial scholarship to Made to Do This. So congrats, congrats. And while I'm just taking the second to tell everybody who won, I also want to tell all of you that this program made to do this. I typically talk about this program later in the week, but I have gotten a bunch of DMs and I want to be, I want to be so transparent so that you guys hear this information so that you know, made to do this will sell out. It sells out every single time and it is unbelievably special. And as you can see, there's about, what, 13 and a half thousand people in here. We don't have room for all of you. We don't have room for half of you. We don't have room for a quarter of, of you. So we have a certain cap on this program. And so I decided, you know what? People have been so in the DMs right now asking me about it. So I'm gonna give you a head start. If you wanna take a peek, you can go to madetodothis.com and you can enroll tonight, even though I'll be opening the doors later this week. And if you're saying, what the heck is it? I will tell you more later in the week, but what I'll tell you in one little breath is that there's a lot of courses online. This is not an online course. It's just not. This is not a thing where you go get a bunch of videos and you go watch them. There's none of that. There's nothing pre-recorded. This is me with you live, except we're on Zoom. And we walk together from where you are to where you wanna be. This is not information, it's transformation. And I am there. 
a lot of times people have these programs and they're not there. No, this is me showing up because I love doing it. It's oxygen for me. So I am with you every single week on Zoom. And by the time you finish this 12 weeks, you have the recipe, you have the transformation, you have the tools to be able to make a living and find abundance getting paid to be you, but you will meet a version of yourself that you always knew was there, but you will be blown away by you and by what starts to happen around you and in the world. You also, every single week, not only have a session with me on Zoom, but every person gets assigned a mentor. So you get that handholding. So every week, every week, you have me on Zoom with the interactive real-time coaching, and then you each get assigned a mentor, and you get a chance to go into a spotlight session, get feedback, get your questions answered, and we do implementation sessions every week so that whatever I'm teaching you, you then have a chance to do co-working and get implementation and get feedback and actually integrate what it is that we do. And it's a 12-week program, and it begins... June 21st, and there you go. I'm very excited. My birthday is June 19th, so I'm like, this next cohort is like my best birthday present. Um, So now those of you who are getting scholarships, I figured may as well wanna know more about this program. That's what made you do this is. We also have incredible guest experts coming in, including Ali Webb from Dry Bar, and Gabby Bernstein is coming in as well. And there's so many other incredible people. So I wind up being with you more like twice a week because I have my session with you and then I bring in my guest experts and you get a chance to have these masterclasses where again, we're on Zoom, we're not in a Facebook group, so you can ask questions directly. And it is just the most spiritually awesome experience. Um, it's, it's, It's business information and personal transformation I just don't know that this is actually happening anywhere else in the world. And I'm so grateful that this is my assignment. I'm so grateful that this is the work that somehow I was led to do. It is such a gift. So that's made to do this. And um, you can find out more about it if you go to made to do this.com. Okay, so here are the homework winners. I will say this to you. We will be giving out more scholarships for those of you who do your homework tonight. So if you want to be in, if you want to be involved, get your homework done tonight. We'll be giving away more scholarships tomorrow. Okay, winners. Elena, congratulations. Not only did you win the Morgan Harper Nichols bundle, but you also just won a scholarship to me to do this. Joanne, I'm so excited for you. You just won Morgan Harper Nichols bundle as well as a partial scholarship to me to do this. And Cami, congrats to you. I hope that you guys will put your partial scholarships to good use. I hope that you realize that this is so synchronistic. Uh, we literally put all of the names of people who do homework into a random sorter and your names get picked. It is divinely ordered. So there will be more homework. Uh, We will be posting it later today. I'm really excited for you guys to start working toward pulling out from here all of the magic and starting to create, not just in the 3D, but also in the 5D, who's excited. I want to remind you that you each have been assigned a mentor. And this week is obviously, it's here, it's free, I'm all in, I love it, my my team of mentors is all in. And this team of mentors, these are all people who I have been working with for years, who I trust, who have been mentors with me over and over again, who also have built their own six and seven figure businesses. They can help you. They also all have that through line of really getting the soul work, the spiritual work, reach out, talk to them, process this homework, get the most you can, why not, out of this five-day experience. And like I said, I hope that you can tell that this five-day experience is literally a gift from me to you, but it's also a gift from you to me. I'm all in, I love it, Um, but for some of you, you're going to want more, and I'm so excited that we can be doing that. Now, come back tomorrow and the next day. This five-day challenge, There's never a point where it turns into a webinar and I spend an hour selling you on the, like I don't work that way. That's not something that would be fun for me to do. Come back tomorrow. We are gonna talk about scaling your business, marketing. We're gonna talk about social media, creating content. How did I get a podcast to go from not having anybody on my email list, zero listeners to 21 million downloads in four years. We're gonna talk about how you start to create powerful 
powerful, impactful businesses, and we're gonna build on it tomorrow. Who's excited? I'm so grateful for you, for your energy. I hope that today lifted your spirits. I'd love to see you continuing to think this way, and I will challenge you. I'd love to know what happens if you start to look for synchronicity through the rest of the day and come back tomorrow and tell me if there was any little pixie dust of synchronicity that occurred because you were willing to look for the magic. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. As a reminder, doors to me to do this are open officially. You can join tonight. And if you join in the next 24 hours, you will not only get into the program, but you will get a spot in my podcasting course, which is a $1,500 value you'll get for free. You'll also get a ticket to my two-day live event, which will be streamed and an incredible online summit. You will also get a ticket to my five steps to 5K months, which is going to be an incredible workshop. So all of that will be in this fast action open cart bonus if you enroll in the next 24 hours. Um, Enrollment will end next week anyway. So if you're going to enroll, you may as well enroll in the next 24 hours. I can tell you that so many courses online, people just don't finish. This is not one of those courses because it is not an online course. It is an interactive coaching program. It is true transformation. It is no person left behind. I am unbelievably amazed at what has happened to the almost 2000 people who've gone through this program already, just the absolute shifts that they have had, the ways that they're making ripple effects in the world and supporting themselves and their families, even through COVID with businesses from selling garlic to hand lettering cards, to knitting dolls, to logo designs. It is just incredible. I believe that this abundance is there for you. And I often say like, if this was your kid wanting tennis lessons or piano lessons, I know friends of mine who they will not stop until their kids have everything that they want. And I often wonder why we don't invest that way in ourselves. I also say, you know, we are so quick to enroll oftentimes, like in a college course, you know, many of us went to college and college is definitely an amazing resource, but it's very theoretical where this is actually a fraction of a fraction of the cost. And it's not theoretical. It's very practical. You will be given the recipe, not just to make back your investment, but also to truly start making an abundance of income, doing things that you never dreamed that you could actually do and make a living from. This is all possible. The clients are there. The money is there. I want to help you really step into that potential and to call in that future. The last thing I will tell you is that there is a two-week refund policy. So if you join me to do this and you decide, you know what, this isn't for me, you get your money back, no questions asked. You can go to madetodothis.com if you want any more information, or you can DM me at kathy.heller. I'm happy to talk to you about it there, but I'm so excited. I can't wait to spend this time with you. It's going to be an amazing 12 weeks. Talk to you tomorrow.